Welcome back to the showcast and the interview portion of our show. I'm excited about this week's guest because she appears on one of the best shows running right now. Uh, she's been known for her role in the dramedy Holidaysburg, but now you can catch her as Simone Gerhardt on the FX drama Fargo, which airs Mondays at 10 o'clock on FX. Like I said, welcome to the show, uh, Rachel Keller. Thank you. Uh, how you doing? I'm, I'm really good. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. The pleasure is always ours. Um, <laughs> So your uh, your character, just getting into the interview here, uh, Simone, uh, she hasn't been featured too prominently. Uh, we've gotten into three episodes at this point, but when she has made an appearance, uh, the viewer can definitely feel and notice that how important your character is and how important she's going to be this season just because of how powerful you are on the show. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about Simone and how she fits in uh, with this season of Fargo. On it, that's so right. Um, yeah, she's sort of. Uh, I've been saying she's sort of a domino effect. She's like one little domino that helps you know all the other ones fall. I, I, I don't think you know. I don't think she quite knows what she's doing until it's a little too late. You know, as a teenager, none of us know what we're doing. Um, and under these circumstances, she's very much in over her head. Yeah, for so sure. And this, yeah. yeah. And you mentioned that she is a teenager, so I, I mean, I guess there was a little bit. You're somewhere around eighteen, nineteen as a as a teenager, and you're Dodd's uh, daughter. Is that right? Right, right. And Dodd's daughter, and she's nineteen, and um, she's definitely looking for some independence. <laughs> um, yeah. And you can see that as it unspirals. Yeah, yeah. the The last scene in in the third episode that we just watched was um, was pretty powerful for sure. Um, I yeah, guess the one we want Jeffrey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and I guess technically uh, this is season two of Fargo, but uh, it kind of might as well be two separate shows. I guess it kind of has that small, common thread to it, but it's pretty much a, a whole different story, and certainly the cast is different. Um, and that doesn't always work. Uh, looking at you, True Detective, but mm-hmm. the Fargo certainly has done a nice job so far. So, how have the fans of the first season, and even um, fans of the movie as well, how have they responded to season two so far for you? Yeah, I think I, I, I agree. It's a totally different world, and yet you're using the same wonderful microcosm of you know the Minnesota culture. Um, you know, yeah, I think they're. I think if they're true fans, they're excited because you know, just like the Cohen brothers, you kind of trust. At least I have trusted kind of where Noah will lead um, the audience and, and lead us. So with his like writing and the way that they're shooting it, and just like the, how creative and how like awesome and fun it is, I think you can't help but sort of buy into it just because it's what it is. Yeah, certainly, and um, I know I've certainly enjoyed the uh, the part where it kind of mixes between season one and season two, and kind of it yeah, mentioned. I know season one mentioned. It. Yeah, exactly. Season one kind of mentioned the the Sioux Falls, and um, it seems like we're getting part of that story in season two. Were you a fan of, of season one at all? Did you watch the, oh, the first fan. season? I I hadn't watched it um, in, in 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 entirety yet. But I once I you know met with Noah and Warren I I had I had watched the whole thing at that point and was sort of in rapture I was just like kind of stunned the whole time like oh my god is this really happening and um, I think audiences are kind of you know have allowed 
you know, these kind of anthology um, type television shows to really succeed because they're like really interested and invested in these characters and um, and if we're trusting them to go along with us, um, then it can really kind of do well, be a big success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know another part of the of the Fargo, certainly I don't know if it's – it has to be a little bit tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> but um, I don't know if it's 100% where at the beginning it says – you know, it has that whole spiel where it says it's a, a true story and out yeah. of respect for the dead. <laughs> but have you, um, have you looked into if there's any truth um, or at least what the part of the true story is this year? What do you think? Do you believe that it's a true story? Um, I think it's kind of – I, I believed that the the movie was a true story, <laughs> but I think okay. that was because that was the first thing I saw. And then once the, it kind of was the common thread for season one and season two, I was like, uh, this is kind of uh, a little bit I mean, out there. I don't know if there's this many true stories coming out of that area. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't want to be the one to break your heart. Um, <laughs> it's not. None of it's true. None of it's <laughs> true. I, I feel so... I feel like I'm the one telling you that Santa doesn't exist, but um, no, it's a it's a genius story, um, you know, device that the that the Clone Brothers used. And Noah's talked about it before. What it allows the audience to do is that even in odd, interesting, violent, strange moments, you go back to that and go, "Well, it's true." <laughs> like I believe it already, and. And it's it it, it just um, it's amazing what people will kind of go along with if you tell them that it was a true story. I yeah, feel yeah, bad exactly. Right now. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you kind of should. I'm sorry. Like, like you mentioned with the Santa Claus thing, that's not. Exactly. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, too much. No, it's. I mean, it's kind of. Um, there are certain parts of it that are a little bit hard to believe. Certainly, when we get, we get into the back of a of a butcher shop and things like that, just kind of. Mm alluding without giving anything away but <laughs> there certainly is parts where you're kind of out there and you're like wow this all this really happened so it is definitely right, right. definitely difficult at that point well no uh, one has talked about if there was an anthology he, you know he, he had imagined if there was like a big book titled like the crime in the midwest and these were all sort of chapters in that big crime book i love that i love that idea that there that there are crimes and, and there were midwestern crimes that happened but um, you know, we're just kind of opening the book on different chapters of, of when they happened. Yeah, yeah. That's. I, I think I saw like a, a small thing where it mentioned because there have been um, allusions to the to like a UFO part, um, and I think I, okay, I read yeah. a little bit of that is true um, mm-hmm. as far as the as far as the Sioux Falls goes. But I certainly that's kind of like a it feels like more of a backstory rather than the run the main story type of thing. I think that was definitely something that. Happened in the seventies too. People were sort of wondering about the UFOs and their existence. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then just getting back to the to the actual cast of the show was the was the cast was were they a big decider for you um, in taking the role? Even if it's only you know, I'm assuming that it'll be like the other shows where it's only for one season. But was the cast kind of a, a big decider because it certainly is a is a star studded cast throughout the season. I uh. I didn't know anyone. I, I didn't know anyone that was going to be in the show when I said when I said yes to the role. I, I didn't know anyone. And then they started announcing people, and I got <laughs> delirious with giddiness. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't know. But partly because I uh, am new to Los Angeles, I'm new to 
you know, this part of the industry. I, I graduated from Carnegie Mellon uh, last May of 2014, and I got the role, like, three or four months later. So it was, um, I would have said yes to anything, <laughs> to, to <laughs> anyone who had been in the job <laughs> at that point. Um, so just reading, and especially Ted Danson and Patrick Wilson, who had gone, also been students at Carnegie Mellon, I was just thrilled um, with that as well. Yeah, you mentioned um, Ted Danson, but certainly um, I think that you can – you certainly have worked with um, some other characters closer than others, I would think, especially um, Dodd, you know, who was obviously obviously your father. Um, so is there a little bit of working more with, with him than, than Ted Danson, like you mentioned, or is it kind of a, a closer tight-knit cast um, going through the season? Um, I didn't have any scenes with Ted, actually, because the stories, um, there's different kind of storylines, so it's kind of hard to, they don't all, we don't all kind of cross over, but um, I worked with Patrick one day, and yeah, working with, with Jeffrey was awesome. Um, you know, I think when you're working with this caliber of people, there's a feeling of like, of, of, of nerves of like, oh, you know, they've been doing this for so long and I, what am I doing here? God, I don't know what I'm doing. And, and there's a, I had a feeling definitely where I like, you know, I'd look at them in scenes and I felt like they had me, you know what I mean? Like I had, they had my back. They were like, yeah, we're with this, we're doing it. And suddenly it was like amazing. It was like playful and, and really creative. And especially in those kind of deeper, darker scenes, feeling supported by them, especially that scene with Jeffrey that you're talking about. Um, I yeah. So supported by him. So, so great. Yeah. That's a, I mean, that, that's a, a really powerful and it's really, it's a great scene. Like you're really, like I mentioned, you're not in it that much so far, but you're really good in what you're in. And that, that scene was certainly powerful and it's kind of like a, like an Oh, oh shit type of moment <laughs> where yeah, you didn't, you didn't really yeah. expect it to come along and then it just comes and. It's really a powerful uh, moment, and then cool. um, like you, you mentioned, uh, you are kind of a the newbie on board. In, in comparison, another cast member just off the top of my head is Kirsten Dunst. Obviously, she's done a little bit of, uh, more too. And you mentioned that you just graduated essentially from Carnegie Mellon. Um, yep. So, is there any? I'm looking for a good story that you can give us about kind of an, a learning experience that you've gotten while working with this with this big cast and being supported by all these people. I'm looking for just a good story about your uh, your first role, really, on kind of a, a critically acclaimed type of series or movie. I don't think I could have. Got, I don't think I could have dreamed of a better job. I, I, I I've been joking that I have. I'm in, I'm in grad school. I'm learning about this business in a way that I never thought I would. Yeah. You know, we were, you're in Calgary, so we're not really doing much, but we went bowling a few times or like playing darts or something. And Kirsten and I were talking, we, we were the worst at playing darts. So we got teamed together because we're <laughs> the worst people together. So I, I don't know how I feel about that, but we, we did lose, but we did it gracefully and happily. Um, <laughs> I remember, I remember talking to her when we were leaving and she said something like that, something like, oh, I'll go along with sort of like, just be you and do your thing. And it sounds so cliche and she's going to hate that I'm saying it, but I was like <laughs> struck by that. I was like, okay, okay, I will do that. Um, because she's been doing this for so long. And um, my other favorite moment was I was at dinner with um, Ted and um, another cast member here. 
and we were talking about like our dogs and like just silly stuff and then in the middle of it Ted just goes are you just so excited and I and before I could answer he was like because I'm so excited (laughs) and it was like this moment where he was like I'm so grateful to have this job and what a beautiful thing we're doing um and I was struck by his um his uh, gratitude I was like, okay, like, no matter what, like, this is awesome stuff that we're doing, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it was good to be reminded of that. Yeah, I mean, the the first, I mean, the movie, the first season, they were very successful. And, and like we've already mentioned a few times, the cast in this one coming in is just so big. And I actually, I, I don't know when the last time I saw the movie and I missed out on the first season, but... Luckily, because it's, you know, it's that miniseries type of feel to it. I started watching this season and didn't really need to to see much of the right. first season. Um, yeah. And I'm a little bit behind. Like, I think, so there's only been three episodes. I'm at like halfway through the first or the second one. But it's such a, it's such a cool show. I mean, because it, it's serious, but it's funny at the same time. And, and it's interesting to hear everybody with that youper accent in, in this kind of, in this kind of thing. Was it? Was it weird doing the Uper accent in like a, a somewhat serious uh, meaning? Because like normally when people do it, they're like making fun of somebody up there. Right, right. Well, you know, I grew up in Minnesota, so. Oh, okay. I'm from Minnesota, so I. You can't tell. I, um, what? You can't really tell. You don't have too much yeah, of it that I yeah, can pick I up. Yeah, I think I think going to act, I think going to drama school will will definitely get it out of you. Um, yeah. And then how. How ironic to get a job right after that requires me to go back to that. <laughs> um, so in a way, in a way, I was like, "Well, I got that in my back pocket. <laughs> you know, I can do that." Nailed the audition. <laughs> All my family talks yeah. about that. <laughs> um, but um, you know, I think I think why Fargo is so charming in a way is that it is so beyond mocking a, a, a type of person or a type of community. It has used it's using its you know um, its charm to to tell a bigger kind of grander more epic story especially this season so that's awesome because it's like oh I'm this is my hometown but it's like not making fun of it and um, so yeah so I was always always down with that yeah and like I said it's it so far I love it but um, a little bit about you is it true that you your birthday is on Christmas Day. Like the day, yeah, it's true. Did you, you are you, are you under the the belief that you miss out on a lot of presents because of that? Well, my dad's Jewish and my mom's like kind of Christian, and and so we like you know I just kind of make bank in December. I just kind of just devoted <laughs> December to be like be rolling it in, giving all the aunts and uncles money. Um, but um, I think when I was younger, my parents were much more careful about making sure I had like a separate birthday party. But nowadays, I get like happy birthday text from all my friends so that's a little sad but my sister my sister my darling older sister is she always says it's not Christmas for me it's just your birthday which I think is really sweet (laughs) as a sibling of someone who has their birthday and Christmas she has forgone this Christmas experience for me yeah my son's is uh, my son's is December 8th Um, I mean he's only he'll only be a year this year but I'm worried about that even being too close I can't imagine being on on Christmas day Honestly, any December birthday, you're screwed. Like, you're, yeah. you're screwed. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, what else, you know, what else about prior to Fargo can you kind of tell us about your your somewhat journey here as an actress so far? I mean, like you said, you just graduated. I know. I, I graduated um, 
and I moved out to LA two days later because I was like ready to get out. And um, and I and I lived with my grandmother here in in Los Angeles, and um, uh, and I had. I, I just was auditioning. I was working as a nanny and on a juice truck and at a restaurant because that's what we do. We work. <laughs> and I remember when I got the call that I got Fargo, I had the baby I was nannying in my hands with like a bottle in her mouth. I was like resting the phone on my shoulder and they were like, well, my, one of my managers was British and he's like, but just calling to tell you that you got Fargo. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and I started crying and the baby started crying and they were like, <laughs> And my managers were like, you're not going to remember this tomorrow, so we'll just call you and remind you again. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was a really cool moment, to, to have the baby in my lap. She was the first one to know, that sweet little darling. Um, but that was, it's, just, it's been kind of a, you can dream, you can totally dream, especially in drama school, of all the projects you want to do and the people you want to work with and the kinds of stories you want to tell. In a way, it's kind of romantic. It's kind of you know, grand, and and then you get invited to be a part of a show that uh, that kind of follows so many artistic visions and and is telling a greater story, and and you just kind of look around and like, is this um, reality? Is this real? Is this real life? I just touched a piece of furniture to like <laughs> to like tell you what it was <laughs> like, but you can't see that I did that, but it's real. <laughs> That's kind of that part of what it felt like too is there was moments where I was like I can't handle this because it's just not even real <laughs> yeah to get to get something with I mean Fargo has such a following in general so to get something like that right out like you did obviously uh obviously it looks like you have a bright future ahead of you um you you are a little bit newer to Twitter it seems and your Twitter is at Rachel Rye Keller R-Y-E uh for the Rye I think it- that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm new to the Twitter game. I'm not doing so well, but it's fine. Did you do it mostly for Fargo so you can kind of tweet about the show and stuff? I guess. I mean, are, what, are you, what else are you supposed to do? I, like, <laughs> no one cares about what I'm doing all day long. Like, or I, Really what I feel is that I'm not funny or political enough to be on Twitter. So I just have to promote the show. I don't Neither are any of us, but we're on Twitter. So, I mean... Okay, well, I'll kind tell of, you guys and like and watch the template. <laughs> it kind of feels like you would have been better for Twitter when you had three jobs because your your life was <laughs> right, more right. More stories about green juice and baby <laughs> throw up and old people who are drunk at the bar. Yeah, that's really fun. That yeah, that would have actually been perfect. <laughs> yeah, I should write. A, I should write something. <laughs> uh, so I I. I don't know. I mean, we obviously we have a, a coincidence here with the name Rachel Keller and you being in Hollywood. Um, so I need to to ask the question, um, being who I am, about the ring and if you've ever gotten anything in relation oh, yeah. to the ring jokes, because that is the main character's yeah. name. <laughs> I remember when I was little, I told my dad, "I will be a real actress when you Google search me and Naomi Watts doesn't come up." Yeah. That's when I will. That's when I will have reached some kind of level of of um of success. <laughs> I I uh, maybe my dad tests it out every so often just to see how it's going. Yeah. No, Ra- Rachel. Um, I consider myself a pretty good Googler, and I couldn't find anything but but the ring. I was looking for really for your backstory. All? That's why we asked for your backstory because I wasn't sure <laughs> about it, and we we got we got to find your find your page and get it on the first page of Google. That's what needs to happen soon. Maybe that's what needs to happen. I, I'm so 
I, I, I have felt so for so long that I've been good at the computer, but it's really just like, like good at like iTunes and like <laughs> Microsoft Word, which like, doesn't really like, yeah, at a certain point, like I can tell my grandma, like how she needs to like copy paste, but other than <laughs> that, I'm not really like internet savvy. That's what it is. I'm not internet savvy. So I'm learning. You guys are helping me. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. We'll have to create, we'll, we'll have to create like a Wikipedia page or something. That's like step one, Wikipedia page. Are you, I mean, are you, are you, are you offering? Cause I'll take you up on that. <laughs> I think we can, we can probably find some it. time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I could write it and then, but the only sentence will be not Naomi Watts from the ring. So. <laughs> no, and, 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 not the girl from the ring. You can at least put Christmas birthday. That's like a big thing. People will love that. And then people be like, yes, she's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually had a Uber accent at one point. Oh. Yeah. See, we're, we're built, I think we're building a pretty good page here. Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs> um, but I, that actually does, that's, I can't think of a better way. That is our time for this week uh, with Rachel. But thanks very much uh, for joining us tonight, Rachel. Um, I do want to remind everyone to check her out on Fargo, which airs Mondays at 10 o'clock on FX. Uh, and then, like Adam mentioned, you can also find Rachel on Twitter. Uh, and make sure you follow her because she is thirsting for followers. Uh, at, <laughs> at Rachel, R-Y-E, Rye Keller. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us tonight, Rachel. We, uh, we had a lot of fun thank with you. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, thank uh, you. Awesome. Stick around, uh, and we'll be back with more of the showcast right after this.